Yes, people, it's episode 197 of Griff's Brain Dumping. It's me, Griff, obviously. It is late. The pod is so late. It's, it's, um, it's, it's Monday. I'm recording this on a Monday. And um, I was busy. Busy this weekend. Had commitments that had to stick to. You know? So it's not all fun and games in my life. Sometimes I have things I need to do. But um, we're here now, here on Monday. Um, have we got a new president yet in the US? Have we got that? I mean, the numbers say he's in, but I don't know all the official shit that goes on to actually make someone president. I'm not sure if, like, Trump's actually gone. I'm cool with this, because he's, he's still president. That's that's the fun thing about it, right? That um, as much as everyone can jump up and down and get excited if he says nah i'm not sure what their uh what their constitution says about all that i mean people seem very excited though about him being um being elected as president oh joe biden well actually no that's a lie that's a lie. i don't think people were excited about that they were just happy for trump to have lost that's what it is um so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, I I'm not fussed. The way I see it, it's um like all countries in this Western world, these democracies, it's a business. And the US is no different. The US is just a business, and the president is that. He's just a CEO. He's the head of the business, and that's it. The business is still going to do the same thing, barring a revolution. It's business as usual. You just got a new boss. That's all it is. Just got a new boss. America aren't going to stop bombing the Middle East. Not going to stop treating Africa like shithole countries. Trump said it, but... You know what I mean? The, the behaviour's been the same. Not going to stop acting like the world police. Not going to start treating every other group any group properly right you reckon the us is now going to start treating poor people properly black people properly women properly lgbt no probably not immigrants or aliens as they call them no probably not but at least trump's god no i think what people might mistake though is because for me i think trump just highlight highlighted all the issues there are there is that exist in america he personified them. That's what it was. And now I think people think, now we've got rid of the person, those issues have gone with him. No, they're still there. They're still there. Those issues haven't gone anywhere. But people are like, at least Trump's gone. And then people are going to be happy. But like I said, the business is still the same. It's only the CEO that's changed. When Steve Jobs died, yeah, did Apple start selling sandwiches? No, do they start selling cars? Do they start opening supermarkets? What about medicine? No. Steve Jobs died, Apple still carried on doing the same thing. A good business runs no matter who the boss is. And that's what these countries are. I'm telling you, man. Some people are so excited. They're so excited. Um, I'm telling you, you're seeing it as a customer. 
But these, like I said, the US is a, is a business. The co that company's still selling the same product. Worst of all, some of you aren't even customers. Some of you are just employees. Guess what? You've got a new boss, you're getting paid the same wage. Same contract still applies. New boss, same contract. Worse than that, some of you are customers. Some of us are employees. Some of us are customers. Worse than that, some of us are the actual product. Yeah? I don't think fish, I don't think cod really cares whether bird's eye have got a new captain. <laughs> they don't care. Yet we're there clapping and cheering. Way! Trump's gone. It's like, alright, cool. Now what? No, that's it. Now we go on to something else. Go back to focusing on coronavirus and Brexit, I guess. Because those are the options, right? Who knows? I'm not here to, I'm not here to take the jam out your donut. If you're really happy about Trump being gone, then enjoy that. But um, I just always wonder what's next, though. That's all. That's all. That's, that's, my, uh, that's my gripe. That's me bitching and moaning. But um, what else is going on? What else is going on this glorious week in the news or in my life? I mean... No, nothing really going on in my life on the news. Saw that little girl getting abducted and flipping sexually assaulted. I didn't see that part of the video, thank God. I hope that video doesn't exist. And um, I hope people stop sharing that video now because the guy's been caught. So get that off your fucking profiles. I shared it, granted, when it was happening, when I was looking for him. As soon as I found out the guy's been identified... I was like, I don't need to have this video on my thing anymore. Because it's one of the things that made me curious. Like, right, my guttural reaction to seeing that video was, I hope they find this guy. Right? And when I said, I hope they, I don't really think I was thinking about the police when I said, I think, I hope they find that guy. Um, But interesting points, though. It's like, cool, hope they find that guy. But they, if they're not trained in investigations, as we saw, lots of names got banded about, lots of addresses got banded about. And if the wrong person is getting flipping smashed up um, for such a heinous crime and that person's totally innocent, that's not the justice we need, right? Well, I guess that's the consequences of jungle justice. My issue is, once after you stab someone, do you apologise? Go, oh, sorry, wrong guy. You know, you understand though, right? We thought you were a paedophile. It's like, no. Yeah, we just thought you was a child molester. Yeah, great, but I'm not. So, don't stab me. You know what I mean? We, um, I think we've got to have a little bit... Got to let the police do their job, I guess. I know, fuck the feds and all that. But, um, sometimes, no. Sometimes if, if the feds are actually on job... I saw one video where the, the police are literally outside the guy's house, you know, trying to be discreet. And these guys going, why aren't you knocking? Why aren't you dragging him out? Maybe he's not in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe not trying to blow our cover. Maybe we haven't got a warrant yet. So it'll jeopardise our whole flipping arrest and our ability to press charges. If his lawyer goes, you entered his house without a warrant. They're therefore jeopardising the whole fucking investigation. How about that? Maybe that's why. Who knows? But, um... But, yeah, I guess it, that was one upside of social media, was that people uh, shared that and he got caught quickly. 
Uh, people just use it as an example of how shit the police are, though. I was like, not really. No, it's just a bit weird, man. Just people's reactions to it. It's, um, no, I guess we've got such a drive for retribution, right? Because, like I said earlier, my, my initial response was catch that guy. Hope they catch that guy. Uh, and then thinking about the victim was, um, was flipping secondary. Generally was secondary. Sorry, that noise in the background was someone's shit car. <laughs> uh, but, anyway. Yeah, it was, it was secondary. Like, it's just retribution. You know, what about restoration? What about trying to get victims back to a level of what they were before they were victims of such a horrible crime? Is it possible? I don't even know if it's possible. But I think it's worth an effort, right? Like after you've found this pedo and you've stabbed him up and you've killed him and you've put him in a tyre and you set him on fire. Great. You've still got a little girl who's been a victim of something so horrific. And I just feel like some of us have forgotten that. Like obviously there's some people who would have reacted to it because they work in that uh, environment. Um, you know, in the sense of child welfare. There's others who would have thought about the girl because they were victims too when, uh, you know, earlier in their life. So, it's all nuts. It's all nuts, man. I think, um, I think, I think that's a bit of empathy we need to learn, right? I mean, it's something I need to learn that you don't need to look or sound like the victim of something horrible to put yourself in their shoes. Because that's what I found. Everyone's like, oh, I'm imagining that was my daughter. I was imagining that was my niece. I was... Um, just imagine it was you, isn't it? Selfishly. You know what I mean? Imagine how that would feel. I think that's the best thing to do, really. Imagine if that was me. And I think that's probably a good way to kind of try to navigate this fucked up world. Alright oh, man, it was rough, it was rough, but on a lighter note, Tottenham topped the league for two hours, <laughs> that's not a smooth segue, but I had to get off that, uh, yeah, Tottenham topped the league for two hours, that's football, I mean what else, did I, do? I gigged in a week, Wednesday, it was the last gig before lockdown, uh, last gig before lockdown, uh, when will this lockdown lift? Will it be the 1st of December? I doubt it. I think it, we're not coming back to normal until New Year's. And then I think then that'll get to breaking point. I mean, they're still plugging the vaccine. I saw that this morning there's a vaccine that's 90% uh, effective, they reckon. I guess that's kind of a high rate. Uh, but ooh, still pretty fresh, though, this vaccine. Like... For me, I'm not in the first run. I'm not I'm not queuing like it's a new iPhone. I'm waiting. I'm gonna be a late adopter. I think that's what they're called in technology. I'm gonna be a late adopter. I'm going to, I'd I'd rather get coronavirus before I take the vaccine. I know that's a nuts thing to say, but I just feel like we don't know what this coronavirus is. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I think of this is reasonably logical that vaccines take. I think the soon the fastest vaccine ever to be made in history, something like four years it took to develop. 
uh, and on average, it's seven years they take because you un you need to understand all the mutations of the of the virus and things like that. And they're saying, nah, nah, roll it out. Under a year, let's go. We've got a vaccine. Let's go. Put that in your veins. Nope. No. You know what I mean? It's, God, it's one of those ones where, do I think the vaccine work, probably does work? Like, I think COVID-19 is real and I probably think the vaccine will work. It will stop you from getting COVID-19. However, if you're a man, will it make you grow tits? Probably. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to get like a prolapsed anus if I take this thing. Like, what is going to happen to me? Teeth just start falling out. Well, what about what happens to my to my gonads, my seed? You start having mutant kids, and then it becomes one of those things, you know, like um, formaldehyde. Comes one of those crazy things. Well, oh, it's crazy. Back in the early two thousands, well, it's not in the early two thousands, but yeah, you're telling your kid back in twenty twenty. Yeah, we just didn't know any better. We just took the vaccine and then people started having kids and the kids had three arms, four eyes and, I mean, 12 toes. It was just a bit crazy. People got to pay out, but, you know, what's that worth? When you've got an X-Man that's not in the fucking X-Men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, ah, you don't want that. Do you? Look at this guy selling Maserati. Lovely. But um, also yeah, so that's that's uh, but yeah, like I was saying, it had my gig on Wednesday for lockdown, and we uh we had we had fun. I mean, I I was going there as just um you know audience member, end up hosting the downstairs show at this gig, and I'll tell you what, this downstairs show was not conducive for comedy. It was horrible. It was um, it was always going to be shit, and uh, and it was. And there was nothing I could do about it. There's nothing anyone could do about it. And um, we can do. We can do, but just uh, soldier through it. Because that's what you do as a comedian. You get presented shit situations. And you just do it because there's going to be a laugh in there somewhere. And that's it. Um, yes, Pfizer and BioNTech. Um, what else been going on? What has been going on? Oh, shit. Phone's going off. That's all right. Double Big Mac. What? What's, what's that trending? Stop it. McDonald's Christmas menu unveils Double Big Mac and Celebrations McFlurry. Okay. There's no need for that. But of course I've got to try it. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, is it not in the UK? Where do I see the word Switzerland? Wow. Sandwich. It says sandwich. And I read it's Switzerland. Oh, they've got a jerk sandwich as well. All right. Cool. Well, double Big Mac. That's um, ludicrous. Um... Let's see. Well, what, what's Eva Longoria being dragged for? You know what I mean? This um, 
She is the, the go-to voice on politics. Eva Longoria. She's been dragged. So, um, Eva Longoria receives criticism for comments during appearance on MSNBC comparing the impact of black women in Georgia and Latina women on Joe Biden's projected presidential victory. Okay. Before revealing her pride and appreciation of the impact of Latina women had on the 2020 presidential election, Longoria said, of course you saw in Georgia what black women have done, but Latina women were the real heroines here. Okay, let's see. I don't know why this has upset people. I haven't seen the stats, but whatever. Let's see what happens. Um, let's see what was people actually been saying. So people just asked them, "What's the point of that?" Yeah, I don't think people just upset that she's what she's minimalized black women's contribution now there's this kind of women of color versus black women twitter thing i realize i don't care uh, i realize i don't care okay I, I will just assume that the black women are right and even on gore is wrong that's <laughs> that's what that's what i'm gonna do um because I realise I don't I don't care. Um what else been going on in the world? I don't think anyone else anything else has really been going on. Um so I'll get on to the dear Deirdre. Um because I can't think of anything. I mean, no. No, nothing. Nothing's nothing else happened, has it? No. Alright, cool. Alright. Let's go. Dear Deirdre, I want to end my marriage for my sex mad lover, but I'm afraid she'd cheat on me. Then don't. Just carry on cheating on your on your wife then, I guess. With your sex crazed lover. Cause it'd be what it'd be terrible if someone cheated on you, right? I mean cheating on your wife's fine, but if someone cheats on you, how will you cope? Um Dear Deirdre, sex with my lover is awesome, but I'm afraid she would cheat on me. It's making me doubt our future together. I'm 49. My wife and I met when we were just 17. Ah, married within a year. Ah. You know what I mean? You can't have, you can't even be mad at people whose marriages fall apart over that amount of time or when you meet that young. Like, you're going to have this sensation that you've missed out. It's natural. Natural. People's stories from their 20s are or can be flipping wild so you got to feel like you missed out our marriage is, is over in so many ways she neglected me she has neglected me and put me last on a priority list for years five years ago i set up a dating site profile and within weeks met this gorgeous woman she's 43 and also in an unhappy marriage she admitted she had lots of affairs throughout her marriage she, this troubled me but she reassured me it was different with me you're both having an affair mate now i mean what the hell is this you're literally eating bacon sandwiches together and going, it just really makes you feel a bit weird that you eat pork. So, but you're both eating bacon sarnies. He's like, yeah, but it's just, I just think pork is a bit disgusting. Like, I mean, I'm only eating this bacon sandwich because it's with you. But I, generally, I don't eat pork. And you telling me that you eat pork all the time just makes me feel like I can't trust you. <laughs> like what the hell are you talking about um she intends 
leave, she intends leaving her husband so we can set up home together. I plan to leave my wife next year when our youngest son finishes uni and is financially independent. I'm going to let you know, mate, when your youngest son finishes uni, he will not be financially independent. He'll be financially crippled. Rippled is what it'll be. So anyway, um... Our affair is still as exciting as the first time we met. I cannot get enough of her. And she satisfies me in ways my lover never has in... My wife never has in all our years together. My lover is up for anything and everything to keep the spark in our romance. But the unease I feel about her past started to get to me. And I created a new dating profile to test her out. I expected her either not to get in touch or at least to say she was not interested. Quite the opposite happened. She gave me every impression of being keen on meeting for casual sex what you lost me there oh you set up a different profile like someone else yeah right right i thought you created a new dating profile for yourself i was like i don't know what you're proving it all right you where did someone else she gave every impression of being keen on meeting for casual sex i confronted her and she just laughed and said she knew it was me all along as she was just playing with me I don't believe that's the truth. I'm a hu- I am having huge doubts about walking away from my family who will be very hurt for a woman I love passionately but who has a terrible track record. Mate, get out the strip club if you're going to moan about naked women. All right? That's all I'm going to say to you. There's too much nudity. <laughs> don't shut the hell up. Jeez. Right. What's this one saying? Where are we on the pod? 21 minutes, Jesus Christ. Half an hour is where I'm going to get to and end it. My throat's so dry. And I meant to be doing something else right now. And I can't tell you what. Um, Right. No booze. No sex. No sex. Um, Sorry, that voice just reminds me of... Um, is there going to be watching Night Day Fiance? I realise I'm going to say something loose and wild here. Um, anyone who finds Brazilians attractive... Um, Hasn't spoken to many Brazilians. <laughs> That's what I've got to say. There's, because there's select few that have a wonderful accent. I think their people probably speak English pretty well. So they just have an accent. Granted, I understand liking accents. Right? And I think a Brazilian accent may be very nice. Um, I know I know a handful of people are Brazilian. Their accents are very nice. But their English is also very good. But if their English isn't that good, their accent is annoying as hell. I've been watching Night Day Fiance, Larissa, and the ginger one. I don't know what her name is. But it's like they shorten words, they have another syllable at the end, and they add syllables to words that don't. She's like, Goldie. See, the problem with your quality is that you never make me happy. It's like, what? The problem with your quality is you never make me happy. There's a Y at the end. Happy. There's no Y at the end of cult. Quality. Elky. Quality. Happy. Ah, dear. I get new boobs. Elke, give me no boobs. 
So I make my body look good. Look my my bod look goody. My bod. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. My favourite characters on there are Andre. Andre, because he's so rude. He's so rude to, to his woman, to Libby. Libby, your family says stupid things all the time. It's like uh, they, they always interfere. Like, what, what's, what's with that? Hear what I'm saying? Is You are saying stupid things all the time, your family? Say stupid things. Like, Chuck, I just want to talk to Chuck. Charlie, Charlie, go away. I don't want to talk to you, Charlie. You interfere all the time. You're stupid. We can go outside and fight. He's like, <laughs> he's just so disrespectful. I love him. And Osuelu, Osuelu. I love this guy, Samoa. This Samoa man. Uh, what with Kalani? And uh, Kalani gets on my nerves. She's so annoying that uh, she says so stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> he called his wife a stupid bitch in front of her mum. <laughs> no, it's not funny calling your wife a stupid bitch. It's funny doing it in front of her mum like it's not an issue. That's what was funny. He's like, you say stupid things. And then she's like, did you just call me a bitch? He's like, well, stop saying fucking annoying things. And then he goes, it's because it's I'm to speak in a second language. I can't express myself. Yeah? Managed to find fucking bitch. <laughs> ah, 90 Day Fiance. It's quality TV, guys. Watch it. Get TLC. Just do it. Anyway. No booze. No sex. My wife's only interested in me when she's drunk. And I want to get our spark back. I've had that before. Um, to be fair, that was towards the end of a relationship. Um, which I felt meant that we fancied each other still. But we actually just couldn't stand each other as people anymore that's what after the end of one of my relationships never had any sex unless we were drunk uh, we very rarely went out drinking together <laughs> that'd be like a clash or if we'd come out come back from somewhere both drugs so, all right well okay but no nuts Anyway, dear Deirdre, the only time I get attention from my wife is when she's had a few glasses of wine. Uh, we are both 31, work full-time, have kids who are six and two. I do the equal share of chores and childcare. All right, used to spit up information there, but felt like you was boasting there, lad. Anyway, um, whenever I try to talk to her about our lack of sex, lack of a sex life, she makes excuses like she does not want to wake the kids up. Well, don't have sex. In the same room as the kids. Anyway, she even sleeps on the sofa at least twice a week. Saying she fell asleep watching TV. Then sleep on the sofa with her, mate. I want to get the spark back in our sex life without alcohol involved. But I don't know how to talk to her about it. Um, How do you talk to her about it? Maybe just ask her. You ever thought about that? Just ask her, what would get the spark back here? Because um, I don't want just the booze. You know what I mean? Don't, don't just want the booze. So, um, alright. Two more. Two more? Where are we? Actually, where are we the pods? 27. Alright, maybe one more. Okay, dear, dear, I'm struggling after having a threesome with my art teacher and her best friend. Oh, Right, what are you struggling with? Art? 
<laughs> dear Digi, my sex life got off to a brilliant start having threesome with my art teacher and her best friend. But ever since it's gone downhill, I did A level at sixth form and my teacher thought I was talented. She would let me stay behind after school to work on my paintings. That's not strange. Uh, I don't think she let you. I think you're allowed to stay behind to, to work on your bloody coursework. So whatever. We used to talk and get close. It was great to have an adult who was interested. My parents thought art was playing about. Ah, I was 17. My teacher was 29 and glamorous. Oh, was she a drag queen? Hello, darlings. Um, I had a crush on her, so my dreams came true when she kissed me one day. Nuts. Mad unprofessional, but um, okay. She was leaning over my shoulder, showing me how to improve my brush strokes when it happened. Rotted. She pulled away first, saying, uh, this isn't the right place. Okay, not even that. This isn't the right thing to do. This isn't the right place. She is a predator. Predator. I bet your artwork is shit, mate. <laughs> Bear doodles. She's just like, this guy is an art retard. But hey, he's a hot 17-year-old and I'm a pervert. And that's what she did. She was just like, yeah, predator. If I, tell, if I gas him up and say his art's good, this idiot will, uh, will fall for this. That's why your parents are like, they thought art was fun. Because they looked at your artwork as like, your art is dead. Anyway, this guy's a victim. I shouldn't be taking the piss. Anyway, um, so... Uh, yeah, so she... Yeah, so uh, she invited me around to her flat days later. She pulled away first, saying this isn't the right place. She invited me around to her flat days later. She said she had some art books for me. Wow. Okay, if that's what she calls her legs, because that's what she's going to be opening. Um, we had sex that first time I went round there. It was my first time. Jesus, yeah, that's it. You're done. That was your first time. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're done now. You're not gonna be able to have normal relationships going forward. That, that's, yeah. Anyway. I mean, you might be able to. I'm not saying you won't be able to. I'm just saying I can understand if you find it difficult. Okay, it was the first time. Oh, it was like every young guy's dream come true. She wasn't taking advantage of me. I loved the experience. Okay, she had sex. We had sex a few more times. Then one day, her flatmate, her flatmate, <laughs> flatmate, <laughs> her flatmate, who was her best friend, was home too. She was also 29. Jesus, just a couple of regular predators. A couple of weeks later, my teacher asked how I felt about threesome with her friend. I felt awkward about it at first, but then I thought, why not? And it was great. I carried on having sex with them for the rest of the school year. Jesus Christ. Do you know how unfocused I'd be? My A-levels would just nosedive. Every other lesson, except for art, I would be getting an A in art. But everything else, nosedive. Seems like Darren's lost focus in class. And I don't know what it is. It's because I'm bagging my art teacher at the best, mate. I'm 17 and my testosterone is coming out through my fucking nose right now. <laughs> ah, sorry, a bit of testosterone. <laughs> my teacher then left the area for a better job, but she'd really boosted my confidence. I bet. In my work and in myself, socially. My work has gone okay since. I went to art school and had got a job in advertising. Well, fair enough, seems right. But socially and sexually, I struggled, I imagine. 
I'm also cursed with a large penis now. I guess I was a late developer. What? Okay. He's cursed with a large penis. I know he's made this sound like this is four years later. It's like, do what's going on in my life? Oh, I had sex with my teacher. We got a new job. And epic last year, got a massive wang. It's like, what? Maybe I had the large penis then. And that's where these weird pervy women were there. I don't know. Mates envy me, but girls are horrified by it. Jesus. So you've actually got like a proper monster cock. That's not even like, oh, wow. It's like, Jesus, no. Women's just making excuses. Just like, I value my woo, my cervix, my ovaries. No, thank you. Um, yeah, mates envy me, but girls are horrified by it. I, I either have to stop sex halfway through. As it's hurting them too much, or they are just too scared to have sex at all. Wow. I'm 32. All right, you are a few years down the line for me telling this story. But I can't find anyone to have a meaningful relationship with, and I would now like to settle down. Okay, here's the thing, mate. Um, it seems like your issue is your massive wang. So the story about you smashing your teacher and her best mate just seemed like a little boast there. Not going to lie. It really had nothing to do with the... Story. It's a non sequitur. The start of the story had nothing to do with the end. Um, but I respect how you slipped it in there. Um, you know, I think I would do the same. I could be anywhere. I could be at my bloody you know, auntie's house having dinner. So, Darren, would you be able to pass potatoes? Yeah, I'll pass potatoes. That reminds me of when I had sex with my art teacher and her best friend. Uh, yeah. Um, we, we had chips one night um, and they're also made out of potato so that's why i brought that up yeah <laughs> anytime hey you got a new car yes um here's a new car um which reminds me of when i had sex with my art teacher and a best friend um one time i mean just you mentioned a new car and she also drove a car and um so that's why i brought that up there i mean i don't know i don't know but, uh, well, we'll see. I mean, I wish you the best of luck. Um, I'm sure there'll be women out there. Maybe just open an OnlyFans account. And, you know, only wangs. Just wang it out and get your money, son. You're not going to get a relationship. At least get some money. Okay, that is the end of the pod. Um, 34 minutes. I think that's good enough. I'm out of here. So I'll try to record on time next week and release it on time. Okay, until then, shut up. And check out the Green Room podcast. We're back on Zoom because of the lockdown oh geez bit of um wind all right catch you later bye